Today is the ninth day of January. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It's great to be here with you today as we gather again around the global campfire and take our next step forward. And we're getting into the rhythm of understanding that the next step forward is, well, we just go back to where we left off. And that happens to be the book of Genesis right now. And today... As we're continuing to get to know this man named Abraham, we'll read Genesis chapters 20, 21, and 22. Now Abraham moved on from there into the region of the Negev and lived between Kadesh and Shur. For a while he stayed in Harar, and there Abraham said of his wife Sarah, She is my sister. Then Abimelech, king of Arar, sent for Sarah and took her. But God came to Abimelech in a dream one night and said to him, You are as good as dead because of the woman you have taken. She is a married woman. Now Abimelech had not gone near her, so he said, Lord, will you destroy an innocent nation? Did he not say to me, She is my sister? And didn't she also say, He is my brother? I have done this with a clear conscience and clean hands. Then God said to him in the dream, Yes, I know you did this with a clear conscience, and so I have kept you from sinning against me. That is why I did not let you touch her. Now return the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you and you will live. But if you do not return her, you may be sure that you and all who belong to you will die. Early the next morning, Abimelech summoned all his officials, and when he told them all that had happened, they were very much afraid. Then Abimelech called Abraham in and said, What have you done to us? How have I wronged you that you have brought such great guilt upon me and my kingdom? You have done things to me that should never be done. And Abimelech asked Abraham, What was your reason for doing this? Abraham replied, I said to myself, there is surely no fear of God in this place, and they will kill me because of my wife. Besides, she really is my sister, the daughter of my father, though not of my mother, and she became my wife. And when God had me wander from my father's household, I said to her, This is how you can show your love to me. Everywhere we go, say of me, He is my brother. Then Abimelech brought sheep and cattle and male and female slaves and gave them to Abraham. And he returned Sarah, his wife, to him. And Abimelech said, My land is before you. Live wherever you like. To Sarah he said, I am giving your brother a thousand shekels of silver. This is to cover the offense against you before all who are with you. You are completely vindicated. Then Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech, his wife and his female slaves, so they could have children again. For the Lord had kept all the women in Abimelech's household from conceiving because of Abraham's wife, Sarah. Now the Lord was gracious to Sarah, as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah what he had promised. Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham in his old age, at the very time God had promised him. Abraham gave the name Isaac to the son Sarah bore him. When his son Isaac was eight days old, Abraham circumcised him, as God commanded him. Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Sarah said, God has brought me laughter, 
and everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. And she added, Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. The child grew and was weaned, and on the day Isaac was weaned, Abraham held a great feast. But Sarah saw that the son whom Hagar the Egyptian had borne to Abraham was mocking, and she said to Abraham, Get rid of that slave woman and her son, for that woman's son will never share in the inheritance with my son Isaac. The matter distressed Abraham greatly because it concerned his son. But God said to him, Do not be so distressed about the boy and your slave woman. Listen to whatever Sarah tells you, because it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. I will make the son of the slave into a nation also because he is your offspring. Early the next morning, Abraham took some food and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar. He set them on her shoulders and then sent her off with the boy. She went on her way and wandered in the desert of Beersheba. When the water in the skin was gone, she put the boy under one of the bushes, and she went off and sat down about a bowshot away, for she thought, I cannot watch the boy die. And as she sat there, she began to sob. God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What is the matter, Hagar? Do not be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Lift the boy up and take him by the hand, for I will make him into a great nation. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. So she went and filled the skin with water and gave the boy a drink. God was with the boy as he grew up. He lived in the desert and became an archer. While he was living in the desert of Paran, his mother got a wife for him from Egypt. At that time, Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his forces, said to Abraham, God is with you in everything you do. Now swear to me here before God that you will not deal falsely with me or my children or my descendants. Show to me in the country where you now reside as a foreigner the same kindness I have shown you. Abraham said, I swear it. Then Abraham complained to Abimelech about a well of water that Abimelech's servants had seized. But Abimelech said, I don't know who has done this. You did not tell me, and I heard about it only today. So Abraham brought sheep and cattle and gave them to Abimelech, and the two men made a treaty. Abraham set apart seven ewe lambs from the flock, and Abimelech asked Abraham, What is the meaning of these seven ewe lambs you have set apart by themselves? He replied, Accept these seven lambs from my hand as a witness that I dug this well. So that place was called Beersheba, because the two men swore an oath there. After the treaty had been made at Beersheba, Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his forces, returned to the land of the Philistines. Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Beersheba, and there he called on the name of the Lord, the Eternal God. And Abraham stayed in the land of the Philistines for a long time. Sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain I will show you. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. 
he took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. He said to his servants, Stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and then we will come back to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife as the two of them went on together. Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, Father? Yes, my son, Abraham replied. The fire and wood are here, Isaac said. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. When they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Abraham looked up and there in a thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place, The Lord Will Provide. And to this day it is said, On the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies, and through your offspring all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Then Abraham returned to his servants, and they set off together for Beersheba, and Abraham stayed in Beersheba. Sometime later, Abraham was told, Milcah is also a mother. She has borne sons to your brother Neor, Uz, the firstborn, Buzz, his brother, Kemuel, the father of Aram, Kisset, Hatso, Pildash, Jidlaf, and Bethuel. Bethuel became the father of Rebekah. Milcah bore these eight sons to Abraham's brother Neor. His concubine, whose name was Rumah, also had sons, Teba, Geham, Teash, and Meaka. Matthew 7, 15-29 Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit you will recognize them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, 
Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching, because he taught as one who had authority, and not as their teachers of the law. Psalm 9, 1-12 For the director of music, to the tune of Death of a Son, a psalm of David. I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing the praises of your name, O Most High. My enemies turn back. They stumble and perish before you, for you have upheld my right and my cause, sitting enthroned as the righteous judge. You have rebuked the nations and destroyed the wicked. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. Endless ruin has overtaken my enemies. You have uprooted their cities. Even the memory of them has perished. The Lord reigns forever. He has established his throne for judgment. He rules the world in righteousness and judges the peoples with equity. The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Those who know your name trust in you, for you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. Sing the praises of the Lord enthroned in Zion. Proclaim among the nations what he has done. For he who avenges blood remembers. He does not ignore the cries of the afflicted. Proverbs 2, 16-22 Wisdom will save you also from the adulterous woman from the wayward woman with her seductive words who has left the partner of her youth and ignored the covenant she made before God. Surely her house leads down to death and her paths to the spirits of the dead. None who go to her return or attain the paths of life. Thus you will walk in the ways of the good and keep to the paths of the righteous. For the upright will live in the land and the blameless will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the land, and the unfaithful will be torn from it. 
Okay, so today we read about the promise fulfilled that we've been hearing about, a son to be born to Abraham and Sarah in their old age named Isaac. And Abraham had two sons, Ishmael and Isaac. And Ishmael was born earlier because Sarah gave her servants Hagar to Abraham as a surrogate. And we watched all that happen and that might be disturbing to us. It wasn't uh, such an uncommon practice in that day when Households needed to be big because they were kind of standalone units for survival. But it's Sarah's choice displaying the lack of trust in God's promise, like her not believing that that will happen. And so that resulted in problems between the women. And so Hagar was sent away after Isaac was born, but, but God then provided for them. And soon it looks like Abraham's going to lose Isaac. God asks Isaac to travel to Mount Moriah and sacrifice Isaac to him. And that's an unsettling story, but it, it begins to reveal the covenants that Abraham and God shared. But also Abraham's his trust in God, his devotion to God. And he became the patriarch of the faith for, for that. In a covenant, nothing can be withheld, right? And so Abraham was in covenant with God and he would not withhold what God had asked for, even though that was precious to him. But as we know in our own faith journey, God provided the offering and then later offered his own son. So we can easy, easily get into the tension of the story because it's supposed to make us tense. It is. Putting ourselves in that position is like impossible. It's impossible for me as a father. Yet later, God stepped into that exact place of the father offering his son. He loved us so much that he would not withhold that from us to save his people. And so let's be humbled today as we consider how deeply we have been loved. And Father, we are humbled by that because we... We can see all the ways that we withhold love to move people around, to get what we want. We use love to be like a currency that we'll spend. And you, there was nothing in it for you. It's just that you loved us. And so how can we respond but by being humbled at ourselves and just reaching for you in love. Thank you. We love you. Lead us into the truth, we pray. In the name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. That is the website, and that is where you find out what's going on around here. And so check it out. The Daily Audio Bible app will do that and a lot more. So just look for Daily Audio Bible in the app store that works with your device and install that and go from there. Check out the community section. That's where the prayer wall lives. And that as we're getting kind of going into the year, it's good to know that's a resource that's just for our community here. As we go through the Bible together, we can really share our stories with each other and pray for each other. And so that can be found in the community section. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, And this mission to bring the spoken word of God read fresh every day and offered freely to anyone 
anytime, anywhere. And to build community around this rhythm, showing up for each other, knowing that no one ever has to be alone. If that is life-giving to you, then thank you for your partnership. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app, or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hey guys, it's Eyes of a Dove. It's January 3rd. I've gotten through all my daily Bibles for a year. That's made 16 years. But I'm on the last community prayer, so I'm going through some prayers here. Praying for Nicole, for uh, your son Copper, that he that they find out what it is that is caused that's ailing him. When we rebuke the spirit of infirmity right now. Danny from South um, Border. Prayers for cousin um, and family, 43 years old, in hospice with breast cancer praying for her 24-year-old son and bring healing to her body, peace to her family in the name of Jesus. Praying for blind Tony that um, you would direct his path with upcoming court and future bride. Praise God you have um, helped him get heating and water and electricity. And I'm just praying that it all get done in a timely manner for him. Praying for dear Becky in Bellingham, who's grieving the loss of both of her parents in September. They were loving Um, They had six kids, 26 grandkids. Father, would you bring encouragement and hope as they grieve through the loss of these two? Um, On-time listener Domingo, who doesn't feel worthy to call in, is asking for prayers, speaking harshly to his wife, and his wife feels tempted to leave. Father, I'm praying for, um, for him right now in Jesus' name. Also praying for his father with cancer, praying for the situation to improve between his daughter and his wife. Evelyn um, in the hospital might have had a stroke, has two babies and a son. She's a widow needing housing for her babies for healing and recovery. Jesus, would you come for this woman, Lord God? God's blue flower, sorrowful that her husband's passing away, anniversary is approaching, lost her job, nothing for the last few months. She feels sad, stressed, has three kids and needs job and provision and clarity. Father God, we place her needs before your throne and we ask for you to come bring that provision in the name of Jesus. So many more to pray for you guys, and I'm always in the background praying, even if I haven't called it out. I love you guys. Good morning, Junk to Treasure. It's Beloved in Bakersfield. I just heard your prayer on the 4th about um, wanting to commit your finances to the Lord, so let's do that. Father God, we praise you for Junk to Treasure. We praise you um, for the incredible woman you have created. Lord, we just lift up Junk to Treasure that she would come to you in every situation, Lord, but specifically with her finances. May she surrender um, the money that you have provided her. May she surrender her business. May she surrender um, her will to yours, Lord. May she prayerfully consider um, each new step that she needs to take. And in doing so, Lord, that you would give her the wisdom to to make the right financial decisions that would prosper her and prosper those around her. Lord, she is devoted to you. She loves you. She wants to do your will. So, Father, may you give her blessing in that. May you give her direction. 
um, and protection, Lord. May you protect um, the work that she is doing, that it would not be in vain. Lord, we're just asking your heavenly angels to thwart any attack or scheme of the enemy. It has no place in Junk to Treasure's life. And Father, we just, we praise you. We praise you for the work you have done through her and the work that you will continue to do through her. May she continue to draw near to you and serve you above all else. Love you, family. Hey, Daily Audio Bible family. This is Billy from Montgomery with a Trinity Stone. I wanted to put a prayer request out there for myself and for my group, um, my Kairos team and my Everyman a Warrior team. Uh, we are going inside a Staten Correctional Facility in Elmore, and we are doing prison ministry out there. Um, Kairos is like a Maus Walk or um, Curcio or Paseo. Um, it is an introduction to Jesus, um, but every man a warrior kind of builds it deeper, at a deeper level. Um, so... And Every Man a Warrior is also a like a discipleship program. So it's really, we're on the cusp of something big out there. But So we've got 18 guys going through book two, and we've got 15 guys going through book number one. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to cover us all up in prayer, and I will talk to you guys later. Bye for now. Good morning, this is Heather, Pikes Peak, Balboa, Texas. And I just heard Junk Treasure ask uh, for prayer for the next 40 days to restore her finances. And um, I'm standing in the gap with you, sister. I will pray for you for the next 40 days and, and so on. And um, I think this is a wonderful thing. 40 days is very significant in the Bible. And so, Lord, I just lift up our sister, Junk Treasure, that you restore her finances, that you find favor with her, Lord, and and um, help her sell her goods and and get her bills paid and get, give her what she needs, Lord. And in everything, your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. And so I want to say, um, please lift up prayers for restoration for my marriage for the next 40 days and even if you don't call in and, and and say it over the airways, we all we all know you're praying for people. So everyone, I I want all the DAB people, our community to pray, pray for all of us. I know we already do that, but maybe next forty days, pray pray specifically for people, and I'll be doing that too, for restoration of their finances. Uh, finding jobs, restoration of marriages, of health, of anything that's going on, anxiety, uh, depression. Lord, I lift this all up to you. You hear us. We are your children. And we love you and praise you and give you all the honor and all the glory. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. I love you, sister. I'm standing with you. You have a blessed day.